Hey, Remar nurses, it is time for class. A beautiful Monday once again we have here, and this is NCLEX Burns Review. So if you are taking NCLEX, hi, everyone. Welcome to another wonderful lecture. We'll be talking about burns, which is very, very important. There's just a few things that I want to highlight to prepare you for your NCLEX exam. So I need you to tap in prepare yourself for this amazing class burns you know what let me do this let me let me before i do all that let me back up because i'm not in the the remar studios i'm actually on the west coast so i'm out here in california and i did the unthinkable guys do you know what the unthinkable is <laughs> and i was just going to try to let it slide but then mark was like how could you leave it um i left my clipboard I left my clipboard at home. And so I still, I, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to make a makeshift clipboard for you guys. Cause we have to do our anatomy and physiology review. And so I'm doing my very best, but Hey, let me show this. This makes me happy. Nurse Danielle says, hi guys. Hi, Remar fam, professor Regina. I am an RN since October. I love that. Just RN, the days. I am in, I am an RN since October 20, 25th, 2013, just like I promised. <laughs> only only one take only. Woohoo. Thanks for your content. Thanks for your content. Amazing. Amazing. So happy to see you. Oh, so happy to see you. Somebody said, okay, we'll still roll without the clipboard. Okay, so let me break into this. Let's do burns without the clipboard. We will do the impossible. So this is, this is the clipboard. Here we go. Let's do this. Okay. So when we talk about burns, let's start with our anatomy because burns are going to affect the skin, but we don't just have one layer of skin. So we have three layers of skin. We have an epidermis a, and a hypodermis which is essentially, it's not really a layer of skin, it's more our subcutaneous fat, but you know, for, for the purposes of congruency, they called it the hypodermis. So which layer is missing? Remember the epidermis is the, it's the, the, the superficial layer. I don't even know, I guess it, it's the one that you see first, uh, right on the outside, you're looking at my epidermis, it's the one that has the cells that slough off. So the one that we're missing here is the dermis. Excellent job. We're missing the dermis. So you do need to know these layers of skin because burns can be superficial or they can be deep, especially for NCLEX. I'm only going to talk about the most common one. Okay. So yes, we have the epidermis, the dermis, and the hypodermis. Now, when we are talking about for a nursing assessment, what are the two most important questions if a patient comes in and they have some burns? We want to know what blank and how blank. Mm. When we're talking about burns, we want to know what, what. We're doing an assessment. What's the most important what to know? Because are all burns the same? Okay. Are all burns the same? So it says, what degree? Ah, no, Esther has it. We want to know not what degree. That's kind, that's kind of the next one. But we want to know what 
Can you see it? Yeah. What type? Okay. We want to know what type of burn because how many different types of burns are there? There are a lot of different types of burns. And so if I'm dealing with a chemical burn, we're going to treat it differently than if we're dealing with an inhalation burn, right? So we want to know what type and then we want to know how, how did it happen? <laughs> we also want to know how deep it is. All right. Um, how deep it is. And so I guess that could be the degree, the degree as well. Okay. Another testimonial nurse, Tanita, thank you so much for coming. Hello, Remar nurses, future and current past my NCLEX RN, another NCLEX RN nurse. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, 1027. So just a few days ago, I, I beat breast cancer. I passed my NCLEX first time passing. Thank you, Mark and Professor Regina. Surgery on Monday. Surgery on Monday. Amazing. Thank you so much, y'all. Thank you so much. I um I'm humbled by reading this testimonial that you shared it with us. All of the blessings to you um, on your journey to recovery. Uh, we, we will be praying for you. We will be praying for you. So we want to know what type of burn. And we want to know how deep is the burn. Now, um, when we're talking about burns, let me ask you this. When we discuss burns, we're usually talking about burns that deal with heat. Can we get a burn from cold? Can you get a, a cold burn? Is there ever such a thing or is that not part of of a review like this is there such a thing as a a heat burn and a cold burn or are burns just related to heat ah yes 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 you can get burns from the cold as well great 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 that i was going to be able to fool some people today but no 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 now this is the first, this is the next thing I want to do because I don't think I have this as a part of the slide presentation, but I wanted to just review this in case somebody was here and they had not done the reading for the rule of what? And the rule of this is for what we call um, the T-S-B-A. <laughs> The total surface body area of a burn. And so, yes, we need to review the rule of nines. It's the rule, the rule of nines. And so the rule of nines essentially is what body part indicates the percentage of the body that is burnt. And I just want to go over it and I want you guys to help me fill it out. Okay. So. If we are talking about one, nine, and 18, these are all, um, what's what I'm looking for? These are all factors of nine, one, nine, 18, right? Um, and so there's body parts that in indicate 1% of the body. There's body parts that indicate 9% of the body. And then there's body parts to indicate 18% of the body. To make this as simple as possible, we are just going to list the body parts as if the front and the back are burned. Okay. So if something is a nine and I say it's the front and back of it, 
then that means that each part is a 4.5, four and a half. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope so that we, we get a big picture of it. So let's go. So 1%, what am I putting here in the 1% column? There are two things that I need to write. 1%, 1%, give it to me. It is going to be, yes, the genitals. Or NCLEX can say the perineum. Okay. Genitals, perineum. We have that. Okay. Genitals, perineum. What about 9%? What body part equals 9%? There are two that I'm looking for. There are two that I'm looking for here. Okay, I see the first one. Somebody put arm. Yes, so one arm. One arm. Okay, and so if I'm talking about the arm, I'm talking about the front and the back of the arm. 4.5, 4.5 is 9 Okay, there's something else that is also 9%. It is the what? Okay, the head and the neck. All right, you guys got this. And we just want to go over this. I don't know if... I can't promise you will get a question on this, but if you do, we will have least reviewed it. So one arm, head and neck, okay? Face and neck, because same thing. Okay, let's look at the 18%. What goes here under 18%? Okay, no, the leg is not 9%. What goes 18%? This is the big one. Yes. So we have one leg, and this is this is the importance of the review before the review. One leg. What else am I missing? This is the thorax. Yes, the chest. The chest, something else I would like to see. I don't know. Um, uh, and I'm just going to put it down here. Okay. The abdomen. Is that, that's like, same thing. Okay. So this is what you should have on your paper if you're taking notes. Got it? All right. Now I feel like, I feel like we are ready to go into the review. Thank you so much for participating in the clipboard activity this morning, this afternoon. Here we go. Okay, so burns are skin tissues, are, are skin and tissue injuries caused by heat, overexposure to sunlight, or other radiation, or chemical or electrical contact. All right, and so this is very common because over half a million Americans seek treatment for accidental burns, accidental burns. Now, we talked about the three layers of skin. So remember, the epidermis is the outermost layer of skin. This is the one that sheds off. The dermis is the layer of skin that consists of collagen and elastic fibers. This is the one that contains the innervation. So your, your blood, uh, your arteries, your blood vessels, your nerves, sweat glands, and hair follicles. So when you get um, a, a burn that affects the dermis, this is where you see the bleeding, the blistering, and you also have like the pain. The pain is here. Hypodermis or subcutaneous tissue, this is where the bigger blood vessels and nerves are found. This tissue layer is most involved in temperature regulation, that fat, that fat, okay? 
the degrees of burns are um, are pretty straightforward. NCLEX is going to present more so the symptoms. Okay, so a first degree burn, this is going to affect the outer layer or the epidermis. First degree burns are red and painful, but they usually don't blister. So when we talk about a first degree burn, always think of a sunburn. That is the most, um, that is the most, most, most common example. And first degree burns typically do not require treatment or any nursing care. Second degree burns are um, are more involved, okay? So they go beyond the epidermis and they're going to extend into the second layer, the dermis, or, okay, or they can extend and be considered deep as well. So you can have a second degree superficial or a second degree deep burn. Now, superficial partial thickness burns involve um, the superficial dermis where deep partial thickness burns involve the deeper dermis. So if I can make this kind of clear, um, if I go back to here, this dermis, this second layer can be divided into two parts. So you can have a superficial dermis and a deep dermis. And so that's where you get a second degree superficial or, you know, or, or partial thickness burn, or you get a second degree deep, okay, um, burn. And so it's it's really based on this second layer of the dermis. And so let me see if I can go back here. All right. So again, when we talk about superficial second degree burns, it's involving that superficial dermis where deep partial thickness burns involve the deeper part of the dermis. And so when you have a second degree burn, the burn site looks red and blistered and maybe swollen and painful. Usually takes about two weeks to heal. Third degree burns are going to affect all three layers, the epidermis, dermis, and the fat. And it will also affect the sweat glands and hair follicles. Now with the third degree burn, the pain is usually around the burn, but because it's down to the fat, all right, and the nerves are typically burned off, the patient may not feel any pain. Also, because of the damage to the skin, that area of the burn is going to look different. It is not going to be blanchable. It's going to be firm. It is going to be leathery. And due to the damage, it could be red, white, or black. The skin can appear red, white, or black. There are different types of burns, causes of burns. Number one, a thermal burn can be caused by hot objects such as metal, scalding liquids, steam, and flames, which come into contact with the skin. Radiation burns, this is why you have to be very careful long-term exposure even to the sun's UV rays or other radiation sources like x-rays result in these type of burns. Chemical burns. Chemical burns are strong acids, alkalis, detergents, or solvents that come in contact with the skin or eyes. They might result in these burns. Electricity burns. Also, these are one of the burns that require um, like immediate ICU uh, care because uh, the electricity burns 
can can cause considerable damage to your patient. So electric current or alternating AC or direct current causes these burns. Nerves and muscles are, are frequently affected apart from just the skin. And so if there is a lot of muscular damage, what's going to happen is those muscle fibers are going to go where? They're going to go into the bloodstream. And then it puts uh, the patient at risk for electrolyte imbalances. And then also, it also puts patients at risk for kidney failure as well. Kidney failure as well. Because the kidneys definitely have to do more, um, they have to do more work, more work. Assessment of burns. Assessment of burns are going to be very important. Remember, I talked about the two most important questions, which are number one, what type of burn is it and how deep is it? So the way you can calculate the percentage of the total body surface area that has been burnt, well, there's several ways. The most important is going to be the rule of nines where we just we just did this, which is great. The rule of nines divides the body surface area into percentages that can be used to quickly assess the amount of a burn. So have the head 9%, each arm 9%, anterior chest and abdomen is going to be 18%, posterior chest and back will be 18%, each leg, 18%, perineum or genitals is going to be 1%. And so what is amazing about this is also you have to, um, you have to understand that depending on how much of the patient's total body surface area is going to depend on what type of care they receive. So just for general information, if a patient comes in and they have more than 10% of their total body surface area burnt, that patient is going to need a progressive care, okay? Um, that patient's gonna need probably some ICU care because what are patients that burn, what, what are patients with burns most at risk for? What is the major problem when you have a large surface area that has been burned? What is the what is the major concern? Priority. And it doesn't even, let me say this, um, not inhalation burn, because right, inhalation burn, we know it's going to be airway issues. But if a person comes in and they just have their entire chest that has not even their chest, both of their legs, both of their legs that have been burned, 22%. What are we worried about? Immediate in the immediate, because I do see infection. I think infection can be something that can develop over a couple of days, right? Because they can definitely have opportunistic infections. But the one thing that's going to be the most, ah, let me see it in the comments. Yeah, circulation. So hypotension, hypotension, because they're going to have fluid lost and they're going to have that, um, the interstitial leaking of the fluid, which is going to bring the circulatory volume down. Good job. Electrolyte imbalances too, but we're going to be worried about hypotension um, as a result of fluid loss. Great job. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so Ludd and Browder's chart is another way to calculate total surface body areas. I, and um, But it's not something that I want you to memorize as well, because the rule of nines is the preeminent in 
in nursing and NCLEX, I believe. Okay, there was one more that I thought was going to be there, which is just the Palmer. Palmer is the it's the way to do it if the burns are scattered. So say you have like a burn here and then a burn down here. Um, you can't typically use the rule of nines, but the Palmer, if the the burn covers the palm of your hand, it's like 1%, like right here, 1%. Okay. Do the rule of nines though. Do the rule of nines. That was just a little extra razzle dazzle for you guys. Now, the location of the burn is also important when it comes to prioritization. So if you have a patient and you have a group of patients, they all have burns. If there is a chance that a burn is to the face, nose, mouth, or neck, this will result in an inhalation injury and severe edema and inflammation to block the airway and restrict the, um, restrict the breathing. So that is going to be the priority. That is going to be the priority. If the chest has circumferential burns, okay, the tissue involved could prevent enough movement of the chest wall to allow appropriate breathing to occur as the burn advances. So typically what burns do is they restrict the skin, making the skin less elastic. So if your patient has a burn to their chest, your patient has a burn to their chest, then it could prevent them from expanding their lungs. And so that can also be a breathing issue, right? It could also be a breathing issue. And then patients who have burns to sensitive areas. So patients who have burns in the creases of their joints, in the palms, the back of the knees, the cheeks, also the genitals, the hands and feet, those patients require specialized care as well because those areas are just extremely sensitive. And so if the skin becomes scarred and smaller as a result of a burn, then the patient's ability to use those areas are going to be really diminished, okay? Really diminished. Yes, and contractures and compartment syndrome can occur. So immediate first aid, this is what we teach if you are a school nurse, a camp nurse, a hotline nurse, you will be doing the first aid education for this. So in general, you're going to remove the clothing, jewelry, and accessories near um, the affected area to irrigate the burn, to stop it from spreading. This is just general first aid, you guys, just general first aid. Fire flames by allowing the client to roll on the ground. So stop, drop, and roll if a patient is actively um, having flames to the skin. Providing a blanket or using water or other fire extinguishing material. Using cool uh, running water to lower the burn's temperature. Remove or dilute the chemical agent from chemical burns by irrigating it with water. Applying a sterile gauze bandage, not fluffy cotton, on the burn. Wrap it loosely to avoid putting pressure on the burnt skin. And then cover the client in a clean cloth or sheet and transfer to the nearest medical institution for treatment. Okay. Medical management. Now, there are different types of medicines that are applied to burns or used to treat burns. So let's just do the generals of this water-based treatment. 
So using techniques such as ultrasound mist therapy to clean and stimulate the wound tissue. Now, remember, for nursing, the doctor will be writing what we're specifically putting on the patient. But you have to understand the you have to understand why you're doing it. Shout out to nurse Penanaya. Am I saying that right? I hope I am. I love this name. All right. Um, hi, Regina. I am from Kenya. Did my NCLEX and pass. Oh, I love that. On the 25th of October, I thank God for giving me the victory. I appreciate V2 and Remar videos. May God bless you. I'm officially a Remar nurse. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Who's next? Who is next? Amazing. Who is next? I see a lot of people. All right. I see a lot of people saying, I'm next. I'm next. Um, IV, if it's an acid burn, you would need to, I don't think you can necessarily dilute that. The idea is hopefully you're in an environment where you have the base for that, or you have the special solution for it. That's a great question though. IV fluid infusion. The client may need IV fluids to prevent dehydration, shock, and organ failure. Medications. Healing burns can be extremely painful. Yes, burns are painful. So administering as prescribed, the medications may be necessary to control not only pain, but anxiety. Elevating the burned area can reduce pain and swelling as well. Mm -hmm. Burn creams and ointments, these help prevent infection, promote healing, and prepare the wound to close dressings, absorbent dressings, or even specialized burn dressings are used. Um, and they have material that helps the tissue to heal. Antibiotics. Antibiotics are given because one of the functions of the skin is to prevent opportunistic infections from entering the bloodstream, okay, in the body. And so when the skin is burned, and that barrier is broken, you have bacteria and especially fungus that tends to grow and spread. So that is one of the things that is very important for our patients to understand. Bacteria and fungus can wreak havoc on skin if given the opportunity and the body. So antibiotics can be given to prevent the risk of an infection. Tetanus shots. Tetanus shots is always important because we want to make sure that our patients, like again, are not unnecessarily complicated with preventable conditions. And tetanus is one of them. Skin grafting. Skin grafts replace damaged tissue with healthy tissue from another part of the client's body. So that is common to prescribe or to, to be done for third degree burns. Okay, let's talk about some of the complications. We've been going over them in the review, but let's just do everything at one time right here. So if a patient has deep burns or widespread burns, be prepared to discuss the following complications. Do you know how the bacterial infection can occur? Okay, and we understand bacterial infections are typically worse than viral infections because they can create a sepsis in the body, which is a systemic infection. Another complication of a burn that you have to be able to 
to correlate with is the low blood volume. Okay. And so fluid loss, hypovolemia can have shock. Okay. As a result, arrhythmias or cardiac rhythm issues can be caused by electrical burns. Also, they could be caused by um, electrolyte imbalances. Edema. Edema is common because of excessive fluid and swelling in the tissues. So just make sure that you're able to make these connections. If a patient has a burn, hypothermia can happen. Do you know how hypothermia can happen? Yeah, because there's a, there's a decrease in body temperature. Breathing difficulties. What will cause breathing difficulties? Well, if the patient has inhaled a lot of hot air or smoke, tissue hypoxia, tissue hypoxia as a result of carbon monoxide inhalation, respiratory failure, okay, respiratory failure, second degree to inhalation, secondary to inhalation injuries. Keloids, what are they? Keloids are scars or ridge areas created by the expansion of scar tissue. Bone and joint tissues, we talked about this, somebody actually mentioned it in the comments, when that skin that is burnt begins to tighten up, the patient can develop contractures, which are the shortening and tightening of skin, muscles, and tendons as a result of scar tissue. So what do you do as the nurse? Do you want to monitor vital signs and urine output hourly? You want to monitor CVP, pulmonary artery pressure, and cardiac output. And so all of these are assessment values that you, you have to understand are very important and circulatory volume that is stable. Evaluating and recording the size, color, and depth of the wound. Noting any necrotic tissues and the status of surrounding skin, providing burn treatment and infection control measures as, okay, as needed, maintaining IV lines and fluids. We gotta do that as nurses. You're also documenting the daily weight, output and intake, elevating the burned extremities and the head of the bed, watching the electrolyte levels. And so I love, I love to go into all of this because this is what, whole well-rounded care looks like. So it's not anymore for next-gen NCLEX. Do you just know first degree, second degree, third degree burn? But you want to make the extension that if you're given a patient chart in front of you and you see laboratory values, right? You see the doctor's notes and you see vital signs and your patient comes in with a second degree burn, okay? And you look at the laboratory values and you see the white blood cell count is elevated, what does that mean to you? What does it mean? Patient with burns and they have an elevated white blood cell count. What am I needing to do for my patient? Just think about that, okay? And so um, notifying the doctor immediately if you notice any changes in the blood pressure, any signs of hypovolemia, fluid volume excess, pulse rate, CVP, pulmonary artery pressure, or pulmonary artery wedge pressure. So all of those things are important. But again, like I said, we are about being safe nurses here. We're about being safe nurses right here. So if you're wanting to pass NCLEX, 
stick with me. You need to like and subscribe this video. Hey, Remar nurses, guess what? You have 72 hours. This is a news flash, news flash, news flash. So during our last sale, we had some of our top fans saying, hey, I was not able to purchase due to problems with the website. Um, essentially, I was having issues placing the order. I don't want to miss the sale. And so what happened is all of our students who had trial accounts, they had to upgrade from their trial account, but they weren't sure how to do that. So they were trying to place the order instead of going inside of the V2. If you have the trial of the V2 and you want to upgrade, you got to do it from your profile. Okay. So what happened was we had 600 people join V2, but a few of my students were having trouble and we want to make sure that <laughs> everybody is able to get into the class and start their training. So Mark said, we are extending the sale. We are extending the sale until Wednesday. Okay. So everybody who was trying to get the V2 and you wanted that $69 sale, this is the opportunity to do it. Um, I love this testimonial here. Hi, Remar family. This is from Divine Peace. <laughs> I, I pass my NCLEX. I use God, faith, and your online classes, V2 and Quick Facts without fears. Yes, I'm officially a Remar nurse. Thank you so much for your good work. So see, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. I, you know, everything that we do, everything that we do is so that we can have these testimonials and you don't have to, you know, just continue. To, I love you guys watching the videos, but now divine peace is able, divine peace is able to go to the next level, go to the next level. And it's really working. Like uh, everything that, that you guys put into the V2 is coming back to you. Okay. Everything that you guys put into the V2 is coming back to you and I'm seeing it in real, real life. So if you're watching this and you don't have the V2, like you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to get into the free trial, okay? So Remar nurses, you have two options. You're either studying in the V2, you're actively studying, you have a test date, you're preparing for it every day, okay? You're just doing the work, okay? Um, or you are in the free trial of the V2, okay? Take the next step for you. It's, I, I'm not sure if what I'm studying is content. I don't know if, I'm, if I am really, really prepared for NCLEX, I like what I'm seeing here. I like the way that you teach. Get into the free trial. One or two options. Like, get into the free trial if you don't have anything, because I'm telling you, you will see the difference in that. And it's what you do at home that makes a difference when it comes to preparing for NCLEX. It is what you do. So, now that we've done our content, because that's what content review looks like, what we've been doing for the last 30 minutes, that's considered content. Okay. And so you have to be able to do that on your own. You have to be able to sit down and do that on your own. But here's the good news. Come closer. Let me tell you this. You don't have to do it on your own if you get into the V2 because I'll do it with you there. Okay. And I look at the most important subjects in the V2. This is cool, but the V2 is where my full class is at. It's time for the questions. It's time for the questions now. Let's see. Um, let's see what we have for questions. Here we go. Number one. Here we go. Number one. No, well, listen. No, listen. Okay, so the share goal. I do want you guys to hit the like button, but let me tell you this. Because I forgot my clipboard and y'all had to endure my makeshift. This is what nurses do. 
Y'all had to endure the makeshift and y'all still rock with me with the same energy. I love the energy this morning. We're doing the bonus question, but still pat, smash that like button. But I'm giving y'all the bonus question for free today. All right. The nurse attends. This is question number one. The nurse attends to a client who suffered from chemical burns on the lower, lower, lower leg. During the assessment, the wound site is black, leathery, and without pain. What degree of burn is this category? Okay. Number one, first degree burn, second degree burn, third Number three is deep partial degree burn. Four, superficial partial thickness burn. Now let's look at it. The wound site is black, leathery, no pain. Oh, what are we going to call this one? We are going to call this one the third degree burn. Remember, the third degree burn it affects all the layers of skin. So essentially, the skin function is lost. And so this affects the subcutaneous tissues, epidermis, and dermis. This leads to a leathery or charred appearance of the skin, mottled brown, black, and red burn site. The pain is absent, but fluid loss is severe. Question number two is here for you. The nurse attends to a client who has suffered an electrical injury to his upper extremities. What are the priority nursing actions to perform? Number one, check the pulse rate and heart rhythm. Two, perform a neurological assessment. Three, obtain an A. B, G, four, test blood sugar levels. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> this is great. What's even greater is over 600 nurses are watching this one question and they're contemplating on NCLEX day, which one will I choose? I love it. This is how you prepare for your NCLEX. Tap into the Remar community every Monday. We do this. Love it. Love it. Love it. East Coast, West Coast, we here. Correct answer is number one. This is an electrical burn. And because the electric currents flows through the body, okay, at the entrance site to the exit site, this can cause serious injuries to all the tissues in between. And so electrical injuries can cause an abnormal heart rate rhythm and ECG changes. So you want to be able to do that uh, nursing assessment, checking the pulse rate and heart rhythm. Great job. Question number three is this, the client with open burns reports diarrhea, chills, and headache. The client's temperature is 102. His white blood cell count is 12,500. What is the most appropriate nursing action? Number one, obtain a urine sample for test. Two, obtain a blood type and cross for infection. Three, preparing for wound and blood culture. Four, facilitate fast infusion of intravenous fluids. Great question right here. 
man. We are we are mm, we are divided here. We are divided here. Lots of twos, lots of fours, lots of threes, but only one is right. This is a great question. I put in some good distractors here and some of you fell for them. Correct answer is preparing for wound and blood culture. These findings are specific to what? To an infection and sepsis. And so blood and wound cultures will tell us what? It will tell us what we're dealing with. It will confirm this presence. It will help us to identify the proper antibiotic. Now let's look at the distractors that were positioned. So number one says, obtain a urine sample for test. Now, I love a good urine sample because urine samples will definitely tell us if there is an infection present, because we're going to be looking for what we're going to be looking for things in the urine sample, right? But this patient has burns, all right? They have burns. So instead of getting a urine sample, I can get a wound culture that is going to be more specific to the condition of my patient, okay? Um, also, so that was number one. Not too many people pick number one. A lot of people pick number two because you saw the word what? You saw the word infection. So I said last night, let me throw in infection. Let me throw in infection. Okay. And then I thought that people would rush past the first part, which was the obtain a blood type and cross. Now, is the blood type, I'm spending some time here because a lot of people pick number two. Is the blood type and cross going to tell me anything about infection? No, the blood type and cross, all right, is going to tell me what? It is going to tell me the type of what? It's gonna tell me, yeah, it's gonna tell me the type of blood that I could use for my patient, okay? Or my patient if they needed a blood transfusion. So be very, very careful that you don't just, what's the word? Be very careful you don't just jump to the gun looking for key terms, but you actually understand what you're choosing, okay? That, that's what I wanted to say. And then um, some, a lot of people, three was the right answer. A lot of people pick number four because we did discuss that patients with burns have issues with fluid loss, hypotension. However, that's not the problem that's being presented here. It doesn't say that the patient is hypotensive. So we need to address what we're being asked to address and not making up our own scenarios. And that's very easy to do if you don't slow down. You're reading too fast. Okay, I got to move on though. Next question is this. Okay. Uh, next question is this. The nurse is assigned to a client with an open wound in the chest, both upper extremities and hands. Which nursing action is a priority to lower the risk of infection to the client? Okay. Number one, sanitize the room every day. 
Two, place the client in a negative pressure room. Three, perform hand washing upon entering the room and before any procedure. And four, or four, wear protective clothing like a gown, foot cover, and sterile gloves. Mm. This is a good one. This is a good one. Look at the situation and address the biggest issue, which is the infection, and the best way to do that. Love it. I got some safe nurses. You guys are like, you got me the last one, but you're not going to give me this one. You're not going to get me this time. <laughs> Correct answer. Three. Oh, this is the most important thing. This is what we learned the first week of nursing school. Swear. No matter what pro, no matter how bad the program is, how good the program is, they do teach you perform hand washing. Ah, I love it. Infection may develop when microorganisms from another person or environment are introduced to the client. In most cases, the most basic way to eliminate microorganisms is to wash the hands with soap and water when entering the client's room and before any contact with them and before any contact with them. Great job. Okay, here is the bonus question unlocked for you today. Question number five says this, the nurse discusses the first aid treatment for burns. Okay, we went over this. So the nurse discusses the general first aid treatment for burns in a community health teaching program. Which of the following should the nurse include in the discussion? Select three that apply. Number one, use an oil-based solution to remove chemical substances. We're selecting three. Is that one going to do it? Two, use cool running water to lower the temperature in the affected area. Three, Wrap the affected area tightly to apply pressure. Four, use fluffy cotton to cover the injured area. Five, remove clothing, accessories, and jewelry near the affected area. Six, wrap the wound with a sterile dressing. Here we go. What are we looking like? Remar nurses, your attention is required. Your attendance is appreciated. I'm looking for the next testimonial. I can't wait. I'm so excited for you guys. This is such an exciting time to be a nurse. And six, two, five, and six. Did you have this one? So two, use cool running water to lower the temperature in the affected area. Five, remove clothing, accessories, and jewelry near the affected area. And six, wrap the wound with a sterile dressing. Did you get this one right? If you got this one right, I, I would say you're on track for next gen, okay? And the reason why is because you studied the content and then you did the questions. Hold the area under cool, not cold, running water for about 10 minutes. Remove clothing, accessory, and jewelry or other tight items from the burnt area. Try to do this quickly and gently before the area swells. 
Cover the burn with a clean dressing. Do not use fluffy cotton. Wrap it loosely to avoid putting pressure on burnt skin. Bandaging keeps air off the area, reduces pain, and protects the blistered skin. Did you get those ones right? How well did you do today on the subject of burns? You can also, listen, you can also replay this video, watch it. But what I want you to do definitely is I want you to take some time, okay? Take some time and I want you to subscribe to the channel. Okay, subscribe to the YouTube or the Facebook channel, however you're watching, because we have a lot more things coming in store right now. This is one of my favorite parts of our Monday motivation. It is the motivation. And it's this. Ah, your decisions today will define your tomorrow. And this is so good. I want you to just take a moment, prepare your minds to just think about this decisions, decisions, decisions. And what are your decisions saying about you? Okay, I want to stop because I want to acknowledge this Remar nurse that I got to meet. Yes, I'm in California. Yes, I'm in California and I am seeing Remar nurses everywhere. I met Remar nurse Chioma and this is exactly what I'm talking about, which is your decisions today define your tomorrow. Okay. And so it was such a blessing to meet you and your family. And I want you to continue to enjoy the fruits of your investment. So just a little side note, I met this nurse. I met this nurse when I was at Disneyland, okay? So I came here to California for a couple reasons. There's a, a convention I'm going to for nursing students um, the, end of, the end of this week. And so I took Michael and Shiloh to Disneyland. I'd never been there. They had a birthday. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take you guys to Disneyland, right? So I'm in Disneyland. I am just walking through. I don't even know what part. If you guys, you know, if you've been to Disneyland, then you probably know where I had no idea where I was. Where were we at? Like by Star Wars or something. And anyways, I'm walking past and I see this, re I see this, this nurse and she's like, Rima. And I'm like, yeah. And she like, I used your program. I can't believe it's you. She got out her phone. We took a picture and it's so, so cool to see somebody because let me tell you something let me tell you something about disneyland that i was not aware of nine dollars for a hot dog okay eight dollars for a bag of popcorn disneyland is expensive nobody told me now and i i, I love disney but they, the prices is so high there so you her being there with her family means this remar nurse got some disposable income it means that what she invested in when she when she was studying for NCLEX and she did the program is coming back to her this is what it looks like being able to take your children that's what i'm trying to tell you guys the investment that i'm asking you to make time little it's minimal it's minimal if you have 69 dollars and I tell you to invest it in V2, it means in a couple years, you'll be able to take your family to your little kids to a place and they will. Y'all, you have to, you have to see this is just a short time and a short investment. Okay. Because the life that you will have after is going to bless so many people.
but you got to get there. Okay. You gotta get there. And I, so I love seeing her. I loved seeing her because it was just proof. It was literally proof that, listen, if you do the work, you will find me in places. You will see me in places like Disneyland <laughs> where they listen, nurses, nurses be in Disneyland. Why do nurses be in Disneyland? Because we have disposable income because we work and we set aside time and experiences for our families. And she had a couple people, well, she had like a lot of people with her. She's like me, like I had the kids, she had her kids and it's just so beautiful to be able to do those things. So um, everybody that's here, maybe it's not Disneyland for you. Maybe it's somewhere else. Like maybe you wanna take your kids to Universal Studios. Maybe you wanna take them to, you know, Africa or you wanna take them to the islands. Wherever it is, I'm telling you, as a nurse, you can get there. As a nurse, you will be able to, you know, to go all out in, in, in other areas of your life. I never, um, I have never, been on vacation until I became a nurse. I grew up very poor. You know, in college, I struggled. There was no such thing as vacations for me. But baby, after I became a nurse, it became part of my self-care. And so I'm telling you, guys, this is what I want for you. I want to be able to meet you. If you guys see me out here, stop, take a picture with me, say hello, let me know your journey, because this is what it's all about. And not only that, I don't know how I'm about to do this, Mark. Not only that, but meeting Remar nurses, even if I don't meet you online, meeting you virtually is just as magnificent. And guess what I have? I have another Remar nurse here. And I think she's here to tell a story. And I love it. So I want to say hello. Hi. I'm on camera. I'm on camera. I'm on camera. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Because I can't hear anybody else. Hello, Miss Regina, can you hear me? Miss Regina? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Hello, I can, I can, I can't hear you. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, hmm, I don't know. I've tried. I don't know. <laughs> 
What's going on? I can't hear. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. I okay, can hear so you. she can hear me now. Yes. Yes. Hi. But yes. I can't hear her. But now I can't hear you. Oh no. Okay, hold on. Let me do this. Let me put this down. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. She can hear, can me. hear me. Yes. I can hear no. you. Okay, try it again. Say something. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear her? No, I can't hear her. Um, okay, wait, wait a minute. It's gonna I don't work. know what's going on. I'm okay, but I can't hear her. Okay. I don't know why she can't hear me. She can't hear me. Okay, let's see. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Don't worry. Can you hear me? Okay. So, that's okay. We're going to figure this out. Okay. So, can you just tell your story? Can you hear me? The guy, you guys can't hear me? No, you can't hear. Hold on, we're figuring this out. Because I can hear you fine. I can hear everything. You can you hear say. me fine. Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Tell your story. Okay. Um, well, my story is a very um, weird one. Um, I was in nursing school, RN, and I found out at the end of nursing school that I had uh, breast cancer. Um, so they took me and I immediately had to go for testing, um, genetic testing. I had to do genetic testing. I had to do uh, chemo. I had to do radiation. Um, and it, I had to do like uh, 16 rounds of chemo. Um, so during that time, I had to study for my um, exit exam and the NCLEX. And I couldn't do it because I had a chemo brain. So chemo brain was kind of keeping me from learning everything because I kind of forgot all of my previous nursing. So I forgot a lot of stuff. So I had to start all over from scratch. Wow. And all of my friends were telling me that they were doing um, U-World, they were doing Archer, they were doing all these different things. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll try that. But I never did purchase them. I had, um, I had the Saunders book, but I never opened it. Oh, goodness. I hear a lot of feedback. Okay. So um, I purchased, I purchased the Sanders, but I never um, used it. Um, so I started just making flashcards on my own. And I never use those. So I said, you know what, I'm a little lost. I don't know which way to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I just sat there and I cried because I couldn't remember a lot of stuff. So I was just crying a lot of the times. And I'm just sitting here 
Like, you know, I have breast cancer. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to do it. So then it was like, I think I had my first surgery. And um, with my first surgery, you had popped up on my screen. And I said, well, let me give this lady a chance. So I did. And the rest is history because I studied. I did what you said do. Um, I did the three hours. I memorized my quick facts. I did my V2. I don't know how many times. Um, I didn't do it all like within the four week period because I just took my time because like I said, I had the, um, the chemo brain. So I just did that. Um, I did the V2 like multiple times. And I joined you every Monday and Wednesday and I did, you know, all of the work and I'm wearing my little cap because I lost my hair. My hair is growing back. So it's ugly. So um, <laughs> that's why I have my little cap on. But um, yeah, I passed. I went in on the 27th of this month um, because I have my uh, second surgery, my reconstructive surgery coming on, coming up um, on Monday. And I just refused to go under anesthesia and have to worry about um, recovery and trying to study for this test um, to take it. So I said, I'm not doing that. And my older sister, my younger sister, my mom, my dad, everybody was behind me. And they were like, go on and take it. You know what, you know what? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I keep forgetting. And they were like, go on and take it. So I did. I took it on Friday and I found out this morning that the official results came in and I passed. I'm officially a Remar and nurse. So I'm good now. So I can go to my surgery on Monday and not have to worry about this pesky little NCLEX. So after this, I'm going on to do my BSN. So I hope you have a program for BSN. <laughs> that would be cool too. But yes, I can. I did, I did everything that you told me to do, everything. Like, I didn't study your calendar. I just did, like, I just took a section by section. Every, like, because the way that your calendar is, it has, you know, what we're supposed to study. So I just took that section by section. But I didn't necessarily just go with, you know, that. Because maternity was my least favorite subject, maternity and math. I had no math on my income but I did have all maternity. My entire test was nothing but maternity. And had I not studied your program, I would have not known because all of those distractors that you told us about, they are there. They were in my test. And I'm like, ah, 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 ah. Mr. Dino said, no, nah, ah, ah. And I did not. So all I could hear in my mind was your voice going, no, 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 no. So I was like, no, I'm not going to pick that. And I passed. So yeah, all maternity. All maternity. I'm just like, I'm so relieved. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can, I'm reading your lips because I can't hear you, um, but I would just tell them to, to stick with the program 
to, you know, not short, not, not second guess themselves, don't cut themselves on time. Those three hours, real, for me, it mattered because with chemo brain, everything was kind of like, it was overwhelming to know that you have, that I have this. And then to know that I have to study. So that was overwhelming. But the three hour time was like, okay, that's doable. I, I, I can do that. So, so studying and memorizing the uh, quick facts, that was a lifesaver. That definitely, that saved my life. Because had I not gotten that, I probably would have been kind of like, oh boy, what am I going to do now? But that quick facts, um, you know, just, just putting those medications that you had in quick facts and in the V2, if it wasn't for me making the flashcards for those, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't have made it through, but yeah, just definitely, you know, do the, do the work, do the work. Cause you can't, you can't, you can't shortcut it. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. Do you think, um, so like, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Okay. She can hear me. Um, you know, what was your why? Why was it important for you? Mark, what'd you do? Damn it. Why was it important for you to pass the NCLEX when you had so many other things going on? Why did you feel like even with this, even with this diagnosis, I still want to take and pass NCLEX? Why was that important for you? Because that's who I was. That's who I am. I started out this journey. Um, I wanted to be an RN first, but I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, ah, I don't know. But, you know, it was, it's layers to it. It was layers to it. And when I got to this level, it was like, I have to get it. I need it. I want it. It's mine. I don't care what they say. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. So when I got diagnosed with the breast cancer, it was like, that just made me go harder because I'm like, I'm not letting the devil come in and just steal something that's already mine. That's this, my body is not yours. I'm not claiming this, this breast cancer and my license definitely isn't yours. This is all mine. This is all me. So that, that was my motivation for doing it. Cause I'm like, no. And, you know, having a really good support system, what I had for, you know, the breast cancer and for the test, it made a world of difference. Cause it's like, I could have just laid down and just been like, you know what, woe is me you know, I have this and this is what it is. Uh -uh. No, no, it, it, this is who I am. I beat the cancer and I passed my NCLEX. So I'm good. I'm, I, I needed it. I, I really did. I needed it. I needed to have this in my hands. And, and it, it just, it just made it so much better when I conquered it. Cause I was scared to death when they were saying, Oh, the NCLEX, the new, the next gen, this, 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 and that. I'm like, get out of here. I can't be that bad. So, but yeah, I needed it for, it, it, it was more so for me. Cause it's like, that was just another level that I accomplished because each, each level in my life that I, I went to saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I did it and I accomplished it. And this was just the icing on the cake for me. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think that is so important for you to be able to make a decision I was just going to go into how important decisions are and being able to make decisions. And so to hear you say, I made a decision that this is the person who I am. And no matter what happens, I'm still remaining me like, you know, um, and so I love that for for us to, to be able to see and hear your testimony. 
How important was the Remar community and coming to class? Did you come to class? Did you just do the V2? How did you study? Okay. Um, I studied after work. I, I have a full-time job that I work um, and I, I get off at like uh, seven o'clock at night. So I have just a limited time to really study. Um, and on top of that, I keep my niece um, and she's like three months old. So I keep her. So um, I'm up half the night with her and I'm studying. So um, the Monday, Wednesday classes were great because they helped me while I was at work. So I could sneak into the bathroom. I could, you know, I could do things of that nature and, and watch the videos and get a little bit there. And um, just with her being quiet on the downtime as with a three month old, she would just sit there and she's listening and I'm repeating things back and I'm just, you know, I'm studying and she's just like cooing back at me. And I'm like, yeah, you're learning too. So we're going to do this. So, I mean, it, it, it's like, I had to fit in that time and the community was wonderful because it's like, they were just saying things in the, in the comments that were very positive. It was just a whole positive environment. Um, and to this day, my, some of my um, classmates, they still haven't passed. Some of them now are on their second try and they're with you world. They're with Archer. They're with all the others and they still haven't passed. And they're still, and, and even though they have not passed, they have gone right back to the same stuff that they failed. Like that, that funnel that you were telling us about, they went right back to it. And I, I told them this morning, I said, guys, I passed. I have my, my license. And they were like, what? And I said, yeah. How many times did it take you? One, <laughs> one and done. I'm like, I'm not giving these people no more money. $200. That was enough. You're not getting any more money. You've got what you got. That's it. The rest of the money is mine now. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. The tr I'm telling you, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. For it you, yeah. what was the most, what was, what, I know you talked about maternity, but what other subjects in the V2 made you feel confident that you were ready to test? What were some things that you learned that you had not taken hold of in nursing school that made you feel like, okay, now I'm ready to go. Like now I'm ready to test. Psychology, the, 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 uh, the psych, um, the psych part, all of the psych. I, I struggled in nursing school with that as well. I didn't get a grasp on the medications, but when you broke it down to the ABCDs, that's when it clicked. It was like, oh, I got this. I know this. And when I seen them, it was like, oh, I got this. And it was crazy because that whole, my whole NCLEX test, I was praying and hoping that I didn't get any, any maternity. I was praying I didn't get any math. I didn't get any math, but I got all maternity. Every single question dealt with either preeclampsia, um, uh, placenta previa it, it was anything that you had everything that you had in v2 and in your quick facts that dealt with those kind of subjects i had it and i was like are you kidding me are you seriously kidding me right now i'm being punked i'm seriously being punked but like i said everything that you preached on the mondays wednesdays classes and in your v2s and it's in there it's there it, it's 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 no mistaking it it's there if they if you pay attention and you're, you're confident and you're full in your thoughts and your content, it's there. You're going to pass. But you can, like I said, those, those, those little distractions don't go for them because they, they're right there. And if you're not paying attention and if you're not listening, you will fall for those distractors. You will. You will. 
Agree. 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 They are there. They do their job. And their job is to weed out the safe, uh, safe nurses from the unsafe nurses. And so um, I just thank you so much. I know you're a busy person now. Um, I just want to. Huh, you? Oh, God. God, God. Oh, OK. You having surgery on Monday. So we do want to yeah. pray for you. Um, Thank you. We, we do want to pray for you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're going to pray for you and not just me. Thank I want you. you to come pray. Okay. So Mark is going to come pray for you that you Thank have, um, and you know, a, a divine destiny. Okay. And that this surgery will be another testimony of who God is for you and how he shows up for you. And victory. We're claiming victory. Amen. We're claiming victory. Amen. And there's so many Amen. of us here that are just, this is our first time seeing you, but we feel like, we feel like you are sister, you know, we just love you. And we, we just like, this is our, this is, this is our person. So um, thank you so much for coming in. Yes. Thank yes, you for yes. inviting me. Ah, thank you. Remar nurses. Thank you. I look at this beautiful Remar nurse. Okay. All this right. is Mark. Hello, hello, Hi, hello. We've been messaging a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm so glad that you are um, available. Um, and we want to say God bless you. Um, one thing that you may not know is that in the studio, there's only room for like one chair. Right now. The, yeah, okay. not like ever. There's oh, only yeah, room yeah, sure. for like one chair. So whenever you see the two of us, like on camera, one of us is on our knees. And so okay. we just come in with a posture, um, a posture of, uh, of prayer. And so we want to share that um, with you and the Remar nurses today. Um, and also, to be honest, like we're, we're praying for you and, uh, and, and the surgery and not only just a prayer of, um, of health and wholeness and well-being and healing, but also prayer of celebration for what God has already done. Um, and then also we want to be mindful that with an audience um, of this size of, you know, 600 and 6,000 later, somebody else is dealing with the same thing or somebody else has it coming around the corner. And so we want to pray. Um, for you as well, um, that God, that you would know just as she has, that God is a keeper uh, and that she would also have uh, be surrounded uh, with support as well. So let us pray uh, as well. So Father in heaven, we thank you for uh, just the miracles, the blessings that you have already done, Lord. Uh, you've given her a testimony, uh, not only in her body, but also in her mind and in her spirit before the healing in her body took place. And so Lord, we recognize that by faith, she has been made whole. And we are just asking, Lord, of your continued hand of provision and guidance and Thank expertise you, and just love and uh, that that you are Jehovah Rapha, the our healer. And Lord, that you would guide the hands of the physicians and the uh, and the caretakers that will issue and administer this care. Now, Lord, we understand that there are things that are, that are unseen uh, that take place and somebody else now is dealing with the same thing. It might not have been discovered yet. Uh, or, or they may know what their situation or we just ask that they would hold on to your hand through the process because we know that you are able to take them through it and that your perfect will can be done and will be done in their lives Lord, if they're willing and uh, to let you do your work you, Lord. so Lord, we want to entrust you with the things that are yours and lord we ask that you would empower us to handle the business that we need to handle as well so we thank you for this testimony of faith and we just uh, receive it as a community, Lord. Uh, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Victory. God yes. can do anything but yes. fail. God can do anything yes. but fail. And so, oh, um, this, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I know um, 
that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason and during a season. And so um, from, from Remar, the, the whole team, uh, we just want to say that we love you and please keep in touch with us. And hopefully we can uh, see you again. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, guys, this is amazing. Miracles. 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 Miracles in this community. Oh, I love it. I don't even have to. I'm done. I'm done. Class is over. I want y'all to leave knowing that we serve an awesome God. And more important than that, you guys are committed to making sure you're committed to making sure that you have the ability to give a testimony to the person that comes through here. So just like we're watching our beautiful sister, our Remar nurse today, tomorrow there will be somebody else. And our pleasure is that we will be able to pray we will be able to acknowledge. We will be able to celebrate destiny. We're testing tomorrow. You guys, I'm telling you, our superpower here is not passing NCLEX. It is, it is being miracles. It is miracles. This community has the gift of miracles. Breast cancer, newborn, working full time. Pass NCLEX. There are no excuses. There is nothing too big for our God. There's nothing too big for our God to do. So um, that 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 was the lesson. The Burns review was great. The questions were great. You guys did a great job just showing up for class. But it, most importantly, I hope that you understand that we gather, we assemble every Monday and every Wednesday because it increases our faith. It draws us closer to our Savior. And it helps us to realize in our own strength, we may not be able to do everything, but with God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. So uh, Remar Nurses, tap into the community. Class is stopped now. But I will be continuing inside of the V2. So I hope to see you there. And remember, if you're if you're watching this right now, you have two choices. Okay, right now, Nurse Tanita says that you either need to get into the V2 or you need to be in the free trial. One of those two things, okay? That is where you need to be. Get into the V2 or the free trial. Um, I need, okay. Um, also, also. Awesome, awesome. And remember also the sale is extended for those of you who couldn't purchase the V2. It's extended until Wednesday. So please let me know if you need help. Some of you want to know, hey, I just ordered my quick facts. How do I get it? Um, please email me support at remarreview.com. Support at remarreview.com. I have some people on TikTok. They sent me some messages over the weekend. It's hard for me to do looking up accounts and things like that with your TikTok and YouTube names. Most of y'all names are not your real names. So if you send me an email, I will be able to um, look into your account, let you know when your quick facts is coming, let you know when everything is happening or, or you just want to talk. We can do that too, okay? So I look forward to hearing from you guys this Monday. Again, my email, support at remarreview.com. 
message me. Message me there. All right, guys. I will see you later. Thank you so much for watching. Miracles, 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 miracles. Remember this. You can, you will, and you must, 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 must pass in clicks. Bye-bye.